Welcome to Embrace It All with Certified Life Coach Angela Adams. Although living with anxiety can be a challenge, did you know that you can really enjoy your life and thrive despite dealing with anxiety? Come with me and let me show you how you can love and embrace all of it. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome back, everybody. I'm so glad you're here, and welcome to all the new listeners that are out there. I've noticed over the last several weeks, we have more and more new listeners coming onto this podcast, and I am so excited because I love, I love teaching these tools and concepts that have helped me so much in managing my own mind and my own emotions. I love teaching them. I love helping others learn learn them as well because they have made such a difference in my life and I know that they can make a difference in yours. You can actually learn how to embrace all of you as you apply everything that we learn here on this podcast. The messy parts, you can embrace the great parts and everything in between. I promise you. So just stick with me and continue to share it. I love having you here. Okay, so on this episode today, we are going to be talking about how to really lean into the belief that being broken and feeling broken can actually be a gift. Now, if you're rolling your eyes right now and you're thinking, really, how can that ever be a gift? I know because this idea of feeling broken and being broken doesn't seem like a gift, right? It doesn't seem like the normal way you think of a gift. You think of something exciting and something that you just anticipate, something um, great, right? But I want you to stay with me. Just stay with me. Okay, so the other day I was helping out in the nursery class at church. And for those of you that don't know what that is, this is a class for children ages 18 months to three years old. And for an hour, they they eat a snack, they sing songs, they have a little lesson, and they play. And during playtime, one of these little girls brought me a toy that she wanted to play with. You know, one of those that has wheels and buttons that is supposed to make noise and move. Well, anyway, when she brought it to me and I turned it on, nothing happened. And it was obvious that it was either broken or the batteries were dead. And it just wasn't working like it should. And she became so frustrated. And I did my best to try and explain to this little one, but her frustration just kept growing. And as I thought about this simple exchange, it got me thinking about this idea of being and feeling broken. Now, lately, it seems that there are more and more of us that are feeling broken. And so today I wanted to share my thoughts about the difference of being broken versus feeling broken and what I've learned and I continue to help my clients discover when it comes to being and feeling broken. Now, it's my belief that this idea of being broken can actually be a gift if we allow it to be. So stay with me here. All right, so we all have a mortal body, right? And these mortal bodies of ours break down sometimes. That's what mortal bodies do, right? But thanks to all the modern advances in both the medical and the mental field, what's broken in these bodies and minds of ours can actually be mended or at least managed for a time. Now, this isn't to say that when this happens, when we become broken, that it's an easy thing to deal with because it's not always easy and it sometimes it takes a lot of time. Believe me, I get that. As I'm getting older, I'm noticing more and more that 
the things that my body used to be able to do so easily takes a little more effort and sometimes a lot more effort, if you will. And there are some things that I've actually had to let go of or had to make adjustments for. For example, I used to work out much harder, pushing my body to my own limits with various cardio and strength training exercises. And I'd be a little sore the next day, but it usually didn't last long and my recovery time was pretty quick and I'd be able to continue working out consistently. Now, these workouts for me were fun. They were exhilarating and I felt pretty good. I felt pretty fit for the most part. Well, about a year and a half ago, I was still doing the same workouts, but I noticed that my body was hurting more and more and not the usual soreness. It was hurting in other places and my recovery time became longer and longer. And I became pretty frustrated about this because I just, I just didn't know what was happening. And so instead of taking a break, I kept pushing through the pain, thinking that it would get better. I know, I know, not the smartest thing to do. So don't do it. <laughs> anyway, I got to the point that I really resented the thought of working out because I hated how much my body hurt as a result. Again, my workouts hadn't changed, but my body had. And honestly, all I could think about was the fact that I was broken, that I was breaking down. And you can imagine how that felt. And I struggled for months because I didn't want to believe it. I would look for so many excuses as to why this may be happening. I was shaming myself into thinking that this was my fault, that I must have done something wrong because in my mind, this should not be happening right now. But the fact of the matter is, it was happening. And I felt broken. And that feeling, those feelings of frustration and denial, shame and resistance, sadness, even despair and hopelessness started to set in. And I noticed that I was thinking that there wasn't anything anybody could do to help me. And maybe many of you can relate to this in your own experience. I don't know, but this is how I felt. And there is this belief that whatever is broken in us physically, mentally, or even spiritually cannot be fixed or mended. A belief that we will never be the same again. Now, to be honest, there is truth in that belief that we won't be the same again. But isn't this the whole point? What if, just for a moment, what if the experiences that we are having in our lives that we think are breaking us may actually be making us stronger, even refining us into something even better or more beautiful? But how do we get to the point of believing this? Now, I wanted to take a few minutes to share some of the things that have helped me and continue to help me understand this as my body breaks down and I feel broken. Now, one thing that I have come to understand more clearly over the last several years is the power of not resisting the reality of what is happening. What is happening? Excuse me, I can't talk today for some reason. When we feel broken because maybe of a new diagnosis or a setback, many of us might try to fight against it. We try to deny it, thinking this is not how it should be. This is not in our plans. And often we avoid even wanting to think about it. And doing this only increases the fight, only increases the worry and the anxiety. And in my case, the hurt and the feelings of hopelessness. 
And when I allow myself, I have found when I allow myself to stay in this state, I become really bitter, I become resentful, I become more self-focused, and I suffer. And my relationships all suffer. And I'll be honest, this is not, not where I want to stay. It really is a losing battle when we resist what is. And Byron Katie said it best when she said, when we fight against reality, we lose every single time. Now, making the choice to stop resisting the reality of what we are going through is the first and most important step to rid ourselves from feeling broken. And this can be so hard, can't it? We don't want to admit that things are changing because change feels so scary and unknown. Believe me, I totally get it. But when we choose to stop resisting and start accepting what is happening, we open ourselves up to better understand what that feeling, what we're feeling and why we're feeling it. And this allows us to examine those feelings and those thoughts behind them, which can start to help us question, question those thoughts, question those feelings and find out what is really true. Now, for me, I was worried that I wouldn't be able to exercise anymore, that my body wasn't capable anymore that I couldn't exercise without hurting anymore. I was worried that this meant that I would become less active, which meant for me that I wouldn't be able to keep up with my family, especially my grandsons. And this is something that's really, really important to me. Now, we as a family like to do active things, and the thought of not being able to caused a lot of anxiety, a lot of hopelessness for me. And I told myself that that meant that my connection with my family and my grandsons was going to suffer or was even over. Can you actually see what was happening in my brain? I was taking this situation and turning it into a complete all or nothing tragedy, a real life catastrophe. That's what my brain tends to do. Maybe yours does the same. I don't know. But it goes straight to the negative and it finds the worst case scenarios. And and this was really good for me to know and to notice. But this can't happen if I kept resisting the reality of it. Now, it may be true that I won't be able to do all of the things that I've done in the past, and there might be some things that I just can't. But I do know that my body is capable of so much more. I would just need to find other ways. And as far as my connection being over (laughs) with my family, that is definitely not true. In fact, it sounds so ridiculous when I think about, when I say it out loud. I mean, seriously, There are so many ways to connect with them without being a star athlete. Not that I was ever a star athlete or anything, but you get the picture, right? So when we let go of the resistance and we really lean into acceptance, that worry and that fear start to calm down and we begin to see the situation more clearly. And as this happens, we begin to open ourselves up 
to other possibilities. We go from catastrophizing the situation to wanting to really understanding it and looking for information to learn from it. And from this point, we begin to switch our focus from what we can't do, and we get really curious about what we can do. We start exploring new options by asking ourselves, okay, what adjustments can I make now? And what is this trying to show me? What can I learn from this? So as far as my aging body is concerned, I became really curious about it. And I dove into learning about what happens when certain hormones in our body start to get low and what impact it really has on your body. And I learned, I learned so much. I learned about the role that these hormones play as far as exercising and recovery go. And I learned that exercising moderately for for me every single day keeps the inflammation and the pain down And it helps me to recover a lot quicker when I do it moderately. Now, I am not sore anymore. Very rarely am I sore or hurting from exercise. And this has been fantastic. I found new workouts that are fun. I don't have to give up exercise altogether. I just needed to adjust it. This was such a huge relief for me. And I would not have discovered these things if I stayed in that resistance mode. And I may have even suffered permanent injury, which does not sound fun. Now, years ago, when my anxiety was extremely bad for me, I found myself resisting that constantly because I thought that a strong person or a stalwart person shouldn't feel this way. And I wanted to be strong. I felt broken. I really felt broken and I felt so much shame and so much frustration. And the more I resisted accepting it, telling myself that I shouldn't feel this way, the worse it got. And the more I hid in shame and those feelings of hopelessness got worse and worse. It took me years to discover that being a strong person had nothing whatsoever to do with the anxiety I was dealing with. I wasn't wrong. I wasn't bad for experiencing this. I was just dealing with an emotional setback, an emotional challenge. Some people have health challenges. I had an emotional one. And when I finally stopped resisting and I started leaning into that anxiety, I became more open to accepting it. I saw it for what it really was, and I found people to help me understand it. I found people who gave me tools to manage it. I was better able to see my own strengths. I was better able to make adjustments and become open to all the other possibilities and the directions for my life. And one of the greatest possibilities was becoming a life coach so that I could help others stop resisting their anxiety, help them to learn how to stop resisting the anxiety that they are dealing with. Now, a word of caution when it comes to experiencing something in your life that makes you feel broken. I want you to watch out for the temptation to make yourself wrong for feeling sad over it, for telling yourself that there's something wrong. I want you to allow yourself to feel sad. Stop telling yourself to just buck up and pull up your bootstraps and move on. Maybe that works for some people. 
But really, I believe that that attitude is really a form of resistance and avoidance of what it is. And when you are feeling sad, it's okay. You don't have to just buck up. It's perfectly normal to feel a variety of emotions when you're experiencing something that makes you feel broken. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to grieve for a while when a new experience changes the things that you are so used to doing that changes your life. Of course, we're going to want to feel grief over the loss of what was, what it used to be. But if we resist those feelings by just bucking up instead of allowing them to be there for a time, we may develop resentment and we may even develop a lack of empathy for others who are going through a similar situation. It's okay to allow yourself to feel that sadness, that discouragement, or whatever you're feeling for a while. And talking it through with someone like a coach can be so beneficial and keep you from crossing over to that feeling sorry for yourself side. Now, feeling broken doesn't mean that you are weak, that you are not worthy. It doesn't mean that you have done anything wrong, that you lack faith. All it means is that you are experiencing something unexpected, something different in your life. And I want to offer this to you. This can be such a gift. Remember, by experiencing opposition in this life, that is the way that we grow. That is the way that we can fully experience joy. As we seek God's help to use these tools to manage our minds and emotions, that is the way that you can grow. And that's what I want to continue sharing with you. When we allow ourselves to accept what is, even when we feel broken, we are more open to discovering these gifts, discovering the gifts that are behind that, discovering what God has in store for you and what might come next. Now, I want to share with you some of the gifts that I have discovered and continue to discover for myself during these times that I have felt broken. One of the greatest gifts that I've discovered is a better understanding of God's love for me and my need for Jesus Christ as my Savior. Now, Christ himself felt broken, felt completely broken in the Garden of Gethsemane. And he knows what it feels like for us when we feel broken. And because of this, he knows how to help us. And all we need to do is to ask, ask for his help and to focus on him. Another gift I've learned is I have developed a greater empathy for others who are experiencing what I have experienced, along with the desire to help them. That is why I felt so driven to do what I am doing. I've enjoyed greater connection with others. I just read an article, in fact, by Ariel Zook, who said this, Brokenness connects us to each other. Sharing brings meaning to our experiences and brings healing. Isn't that so true? Don't you feel so connected when someone shares their own experience when you are feeling broken, especially when it's something similar to yours? Another gift I have enjoyed is I have become open 
to new growth and new possibilities through learning all I can about what it is I'm going through for my own benefit and to help others understand what they may be going through. I have also come to appreciate and see things in a more eternal perspective, knowing that the things that I experience during this life aren't going to last forever. I've also learned that these tools are amazing. And as I've learned these tools and made adjustments, I've discovered renewed strength and courage in the things that once made me feel so broken. And I know, I know this is an ongoing process for me, for you, for all of us. As you experience times in your life when you feel broken, it might be helpful to answer these questions in order for you to discover the gifts that you are going to experience, the gift that this experience is giving you. All right, how? ask yourself these questions. How is this experience for me? What if nothing has gone wrong? What if this is the way it was meant to be all along? What is this experience showing me? What are the new possibilities that this experience is given me? We have no idea of the possibilities out there. We have no idea of the people we will connect with. We have no idea what is in store. And what if we just open ourselves up to be open to those new possibilities? What can I learn from this? And what can I learn about this? And what do I want to be? How do I want to be? Who do I want to be in this situation, this experience? Remembering, remembering all along to give yourself compassion and grace on those days that are tough because you will have tough days. We all do. That is part of being human. Now remember, you are infinitely worth more than your brokenness, and learning how to stop resisting it and start leaning into it will open yourself up to better understand your thoughts and your feelings about it so that you can see what's really true. And this will open you up to see things more clearly, and when this happens, you become more open to accepting it, learning about it, and seeing the gifts and the possibilities that it will bring into your life. And you don't have to feel broken alone. And when you're ready to lean into accepting it and understanding it with a desire to really see it as a gift, schedule a time on my calendar with me so that we can connect. All right, my friends, that is what I have for you today. Have a wonderful day. Make it a great day. And I will talk to you next week. Have you ever wondered what life coaching can do for you? Sign up now for a free coaching consultation at AngelaAdamsCoaching.com. I would love to be your coach.